Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Quentin Daly, Caldwell Jones, Joey Devine, Joan Oldham, Ennis Watley, Sean Keen. Orlando Woolridge, special guest Katie Heindel, Patreons Trevor Green, aka Genial Blackman, aka Trey Cool X, thank you, multi named man, Peter A. Linehem, thank you, Peter. Jack Brazil! Thank you, Jack, and happy birthday to your dog! Musical guest, the Pointer Sisters! And now, the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Wow, that was a, uh, oh, sorry, hi! Uh, that was a wild Don Pardo. I don't know, he was getting, uh, getting lit up in uh in <laughs> quarantine i guess he's uh, turd uh welcome to round ball rock i'm your uh, temporary host joey divine and i'm here as always with my good friend my co-host sean keen sean how are you i'm doing good baby uh and i got that bulls fever just kidding, we're not going to talk about that. No, we're not. We're going to be the only basketball podcast to not talk about... Look, I have two rules. No old games, no fucking, uh, no fucking Jordan documentary. Look, uh, if the old games have Anthony Randolph in them, we have an exception. Yeah, and we will, of course, on patreon.com slash roundrockpod 
excuse me, patreon.com slash roundrockpod. We will maybe talk about old games do, during episodes of Wiggins Watch. We'll see if it comes to that. But uh, I need to introduce our guest because uh, everyone is wondering. I heard, I heard the giggling of a songbird. Who was that just now? Like a nightingale. Yeah, and it was, of course, our good friend uh, from the Basketball Feelings newsletter from uh, Vice Sports from Yahoo Canada. Is that correct? Sure. Katie Heindel. Katie's here. <laughs> Katie gets mad. I often mess up her credits. I often mess up her credits and Corbin's credits, and they both do not like it. Um, and you know what? Fair. Kate, that was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was your best yet, I think. Yeah. Katie, how uh, <laughs> how is your quarantine going up in the Great White North? <laughs> <laughs> Consider that before we started recording, I just finished telling you about my day to nighttime sweat pants and like sweatsuit uh-huh. transition i guess uh-huh. i'm doing okay i'm keeping it i'm holding it together yeah you're a bit like mr rogers at some point you, you yeah put on a <laughs> one comfy comfy sweatsuit yeah. and put on <laughs> take off one comfy sweatsuit and put on another one mm-hmm. you, you know what when i was a kid always blew my mind about mr rogers that he just had like a sick pair of like uh sneakers he would just put on when he got home, uh huh. That's <laughs> no. He's dope. like he's like the ultimate sneakerhead. Like I don't even have to wear these out. Yeah, I only wear these Air Force Ones at home. They're <laughs> never scuffed. Uh. Well, I actually wanted to ask. Well, I'll ask you guys, but I did want to ask some um, Americans about this because I was reading in. I mean, now I'm a New York Times subscri- Sunday paper subscriber. Ooh, the fancy. New York Times. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I get a 10-pound paper every Sunday and uh-huh. just slowly work my way through it in my uh, couch sweatpants suit. Um, and there was something in it this week about how people were, like, writing in, like, do I have to wash my clothes? Like, how do I, like, should I wash my hair every time I come in from outside? And then someone was like, should I clean my shoes? Like, clean the bottom of my shoes. And then the answer was like, no, but it was like, maybe you should consider not wearing your shoes in the house. But, like, are you, I know that is, like, an American thing to wear shoes in the house, but I always forget that. Mm -hmm. But do you guys wear shoes in the house? Or do you have different shoes that you wear in the house? No, I'm an indoor shoe wearer. I strongly believe in wearing my shoes indoors because I am a weird freak who is more comfortable wearing shoes than not wearing shoes. But are they Uh, your same shoes? Yeah, Oh, yeah, baby. I do not change my shoes. I should, but I do not. (laughs) I, uh, in my new house, I have not been wearing shoes, like, ever, but that's also because time isn't real, and I never go outside, uh, but our, our house is, like, all hardwood floors, so walking around in socks has made me, like, compulsively sweeping up, too. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, god damn, look, look, my shoes are tracking in, and... Uh, my socks are tracking around, so I'm like, um, yeah, I feel like I've become a human Swiffer in that. Uh, but generally, I don't take off my shoes while entering a home, no. This is very interesting to me, but I would like to suggest to you both slippers. 
I yeah. have some best of both real, worlds. The only slippers I have are extremely comical. Uh, my sister bought them when she had a 12 hour layover in Amsterdam on her way to Kenya, or I guess her way home from Kenya. Probably she was not buying them for <laughs> Kenya. Anyway, they're very gaudy. They're blue. They have windmills on them. Um, so nice. Yeah. It makes my shoes look like a cartoon. Um, <laughs> and they are comfortable, but also I feel like a, a damn dork. Um, but I believe in America, I associate that with, um, the more, more, more Asian American families. That seems to be more of a standard. Um, okay. also when I was establishing the rules at my apartment to give us home court advantage, part of the, part of what I suggested was, putting up a sign asking people to uh, take off their shoes when they entered the house, but we would wear our shoes and all of them would have like, you know, a distinct like two or three inch heel to them too. So we would, we would get extra height advantage on our guests. And so then you're uh, like dominating, just psychologically <laughs> dominating yeah. them. Yeah. And then just like, maybe like, Maybe just like strategically spill things on the floor too to ruin people's socks. Just basically like we just wanted to be more dominating at home. Jeez. That's all. Like a great, <laughs> like the '86 Celtics, Katie. <laughs> I want to ask one more question then. Sure. If you're both wearing shoes in the house, mm-hmm. when do you when do you take your shoes off? When do you know it's time to take your shoes off to go to sleep? <laughs> uh, I sleep in my shoes. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I I um I take them off when I when I'm like when I've sat down somewhere. So if I sit down to work, the shoes come off. They should come off right after I come in the door, but uh usually they come off like right after I uh like orient myself somewhere and like sit in a chair or sit on the couch or something, then the shoes come off. So they come off fairly fast. They just I just should be doing it right after I walk in the door, to be honest. Uh, no rules in my house. Mine come off. They go back on. They come off. It's a, it's a feel thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's why I'm so curious. But And it, it's been like that for your whole life? Yeah. In Canada? Uh, oh. No, I'm, I'm asking Katie. <laughs> Yeah, people you, don't you, wear I their, under, you, I understand. People in Canada do not wear their shoes in the house. I can like confidently say this, and it doesn't matter like where you're from. It doesn't matter if you're like a newcomer to Canada, like you grew up here. Like people, like it's just it's not done. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Tom Green wears his shoes in the house. That well, that was his first big prank on his parents. We, you know, see, and that's probably why it was a prank because they were like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" But we don't claim Tom Green anymore. And I I'm never sorry. Have. <laughs> what? I thought he was like in the government. He had like isn't he a like a Canadian lord or something or no. knighted by Justin Trudeau wearing blackface? <laughs> was that do you think Justin Trudeau is maybe was just like the ultimate Tom Green fan with that thing? Probably. Yeah, they're probably like close friends. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd, do you think he wears shoes in the house? Where does he live now? Does he? He lives. I mean, in, I'm sure he lives he's in LA. From, but he's LA. from Ontario. <laughs> he definitely lives in Los Angeles now. I think. Hmm. I don't know. I'd be interested to know of that, like Canadian transplants. If there's a point when they're like, their shoes are staying on. Uh-huh. <laughs> at what point that is? At what point yeah. that is? The most boring research paper that I could write. 
But Rick, uh, Rick Moranis for sure still shoes off in the house. Oh I yeah, Paul 100%. Schaefer too. Mm, <laughs> yeah, but Paul Schaefer, it's like a weird, like weed thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's putting on like slippers that do not look comfortable, but he bought them in Thailand yeah. once or something. <laughs> he, I bet Paul Schaefer's entire house is like japanese like you sit on pillows uh-huh. you know what i mean there's no <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no actual furniture in it like american western style furniture <laughs> yeah uh i think martin short wears his shoes in the house me too absolutely absolutely shoes on <laughs> yeah <laughs> he didn't look back Catherine o'hara though still shoes off shoes even off. though i think she's an american citizen now i don't think Catherine o'hara wears shoes generally i think (laughs) she's got she's got kind of like a stevie nixie vibe you know what i mean where it's like um um, all right that was 11 minutes Uh, (laughs) um katie do you have any other questions about america before we get started not yet but you know i'm i'm always thinking of you guys so we'll see what comes up um yeah. Do you feel like okay? So can I ask you one uh, one question about Canada before yeah. we get started? Sorry. Sure. Is there any Canadian province that is equivalent to the state of Florida, where people are like raising <laughs> alligators in their house, and uh, during a pandemic, the governor's like, "It's still spring break somewhere. Beaches are open, bitches." Yeah. Actually, recently, um, probably BC, like British Columbia, they were they had to like physically closed well they had to like send cops out to the beaches because people were like we're gonna surf and we're gonna do like i don't know what they do in vancouver they're just all about like being on bikes and rollerblading and like uh-huh. hiking and, and, like, and uh, cough syrup with codeine in it yeah, yeah. And, like, so. and, like, <laughs> and like banging in the middle of the street because yeah. your team oh, lost yeah. the stanley cup finals about that disgusting yeah. instance but yeah i think probably <laughs> probably bc uh, and then, like, interior BC is especially weird. But that's probably the closest to Florida that we've got. Though nothing really comes comes close to Florida. And Florida, I think, is, like, singular. Maybe even in the world. Maybe in the, Yeah, I think so. The universe, perhaps. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, before we get started, uh, some business at Round Rock Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, round uh, patreon.com slash roundrockpod email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com and uh, that's all the business right Sean? yeah that's that's all we need I'm all all off kilter thinking about why I'm wearing my shoes in the house (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) look look, Americans often do not uh, examine themselves in a way that they should and so both culturally and like medically answer screenings yeah so (laughs) so i think this is actually very helpful katie okay all right all right so but there's a very important reason we brought you on today katie um you of course are uh the world's number one nba social media um watcher is that fair enthusiast yeah yeah uh, reporter um you're like, you're a little bit like uh, the Marvel character Owatu the Watcher, but just for NBA players' Instagram accounts. Is this correct? I don't know who that he character just watches is. things. He watches things a lot. <laughs> That's the power that they have. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's an eternal, but yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say attorney. <laughs> Oh, he's, an, he's an attorney. He's actually just documenting things for uh, insurance purposes. He, yeah, he works at OSHA. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like watching. Really there's like an implication that it's uh, uh, act- active rather than extremely passive, which it is. <laughs> so we normally do this during the summer and we ask you uh, to give us an update on what NBA players are up to this summer. And seeing as if uh, as this is more of a uh, prolonged uh what what do we call purgatory um yeah, purgatory. we figured we'd do a purgatory watch with you <laughs> <laughs> so katie what have been some of the best nba player uh quarantine related uh content you've seen i mean i think you can guess off the bat Who's number one? Like who's coming out? If we're going to first, I have to, I haven't decided if there's going to be an MVP at the end of all this, because, well, Well, I think it's like good to celebrate it, but it's also like, is it like, I don't know. (laughs) Well, here's what I would say. Obviously the MVP award goes to, uh, those nurses and doctors, uh, do people in Canada yell out their windows? Thanks doctor. Or when you have socialized medicine, is it like, (laughs) well, they actually, they get a living wage. It's not like our nightmare country. Some people, I've heard that some people are doing the the pans at certain parts of the city. Not in my neighborhood, but yeah, most people are pretty relaxed about they it. They don't do that you in would, Los Angeles would, either. You, <laughs> well, yeah. sometimes, sometimes they clap for our brave managers and agents, but that's it. <laughs> and that's mainly at award shows. Um, yeah. <laughs> at one point, uh, also, I, if I, you're a manager or an agent, rep me and Sean, please. All right, yeah. keep going. <laughs> Also, sometimes people will just start chanting Kobe at random times of day, but I don't think that's related. That was happening before the mm-hmm. quarantine, too. That's a true LA thing. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but, so wait, who's the MV- who? Who's been the best? You want me to guess? I just feel like you already know because I know you've both talked about him, but I'm happy Batiste? to. No. Uh, is it Devin Booker being becoming the Twitch streamer he was always meant to become? <laughs> No, you know that's very boring to me. Um, <laughs> no, it's Paul Millsap. Oh yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's been incredible. Sorry, I he really he's been doing it all. I think of him more as a magician and less as a uh, basketball player now. Admittedly, yeah. <laughs> I actually because of, because of talking to you, I was a little bit afraid to bring him up, no, knowing your aversion to uh, the world of magic. Yeah, Katie, yeah. I and the Orlando mention... Magic, I believe. I don't think you're <laughs> that fond of either. Katie, I should mention, got upset with us for even having a magician on the show, even though yeah. magician Ben Seidman was incredibly delightful, and uh, we'd love to have him on again. Katie yes. was just upset that we knew a magician. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I, I texted you both about that separately. <laughs> we should have we should have put in a trigger warning uh, illusions on the podcast. That's our bad. But I I think I didn't know how deep uh, your hatred of the occult was. It's not that you know what I hate about magicians. I hate about magicians like the mind freak style of magician. That's like. It's a lot of posturing. It's a lot of costumes. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of like magic is my lifestyle uh, and not my like chosen profession. That's for my dad, the magician. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a freak magician. Um, 
And I you know like what? A- <laughs> we have a video of Chris Angel that we should make you watch. Katie, um, no. I want you... I actually think you need to come up with a... Uh, the, a you need to nickname an NBA player the Freak Magician now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll have to give that one some thought because there definitely are types out there for sure um, that I think would fall into that category. But to me, it's always because it's been such a thin line between like that type of magician and like an MRA or like a pickup artist. Sort oh, of type oh absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in fact, in fact, yeah, that's one of the things that um, Mystery, the mm-hmm. king of the pickup artists, would you say he's the king, Joey? Um. Uh, sure. <laughs> He's maybe the pickup artist's primary uh, representative. Uh, yeah, but his big thing is like, you got to learn magic tricks to hit on women in bars. I mean, I feel like, look, uh, pickup artists are not great, not good, but I feel like you can't call Mystery the king of the pickup artists because he like predates the weird internet subculture of pickup artistry that then leads to like school shootings and stuff you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> like there's a yeah, weird like through line where it was like oh look yeah, at this just... idiot who wearing wearing a feather boa and then it was yeah. like all of a sudden there were like all these creeps on the internet and then those yeah. creeps became like gamer gators you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it all started with somebody wearing a cat in the hat hat to a bar and doing like a coin disappearing trick. Yeah, and mystery is outside of the other that other part. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> mystery was really... just like an L- an L.A. creep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, I don't want to talk about magicians anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> please, like, I back myself into this one. But the thing about Paul Millsap is he is, I will say slowly he's not he's not changing my mind on magicians like the the freak magicians Mm -hmm. but he is becoming to me a new kind of magician genre which is like a people's magician i mean i would argue that that's what magicians are supposed to be (laughs) yeah yeah maybe sure maybe but so like he's doing you know that he's like because you talked about this but he's like doing all his his magic tricks in isolation, mm-hmm. some enhanced by um, Instagram and TikTok filters mm-hmm. and uh-huh. effects. Of course. <laughs> but, but you know, what? yeah, I mean, look, he's, he's using every magician uses the tools of his era. Sure. And Absolutely. I think to be honest, I think his kids are helping him out, which is even <laughs> cuter. To me. But what like Paul Millsap does kind of he does like interludes in between his magic tricks. So he's not like hitting everyone over the head constantly with magic, which I also appreciate. He'll just have like, you know, a picture of him. He's got a picture of himself in like a beautiful robe that has his initials embroidered on it, chugging a wine. And the captions like toast to all my wine drinkers getting ready to Netflix and chill what you all got up for tonight. Hashtag Wine Wednesday. And then he added himself at Paul Millsap. (laughs) (laughs) And he has like a few, he has a few like that. He had one with books and just like, I love reading and taking in knowledge. What's on your reading list at Paul Millsap. Um, And like, I don't know. He just seems extremely positive um, and very happy. 
He's eating cereal sometimes at Paul Millsap. He's playing pool. He's hanging out. He's like, to all my dog lovers, send me pictures of your dogs at Paul Millsap. (laughs) Here's a question. Not unlike Devin Booker finally finding his calling as a, a Zoomer Twitch streamer. Well, and the the NBA 2K champion. Right, but exactly. That's still Twitch stream related. You know what I mean? Um, Has Paul Millsap, maybe has basketball been holding him down from becoming uh, an Instagram and TikTok influencer? No, because I will say he's not he's not really good at it. Like, and he's not trying to be. Hence, like him, like adding adding himself. Like, do you know who else does that? Like, my dad tags himself in all of his Instagram photos, mm-hmm. <laughs> or even the ones that aren't him. It's it just seems like, like something LeBron would do. Yeah, it, but there's something about it that is just like so wholesome mm-hmm. to me. So no, I don't think like he's he's in the same. He's not like that era of star who's like, oh, I sh- if I wasn't playing basketball, if basketball wasn't holding me back, I'd be famous. Uh-huh. I don't know, on TikTok or like online or whatever. Paul Millsap's just like, well, I'm here and I've got a lot more time now. <laughs> I will say that that what maybe Paul Millsap has always been holding back is his extreme dad energy, mm-hmm. which he kind of has as a player, but it's not like that doesn't seem that cool to have dad energy. But now that he's unleashed and in a house, it's all like tagging myself, <laughs> like not totally understanding how this technology works, but being very enthusiastic. Do you uh, want to hear a joke? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, 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 do you think he's sending email <laughs> forwards to people? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Like, like Nicole Yoka just, just like, I do not understand this genre of. <laughs> why am why so many emails, Paul? <laughs> I like I appreciate it because he it's now is a weird time. Obviously, a lot of people are extremely bored and not doing that much, but it seems yet like every time I check in on Paul Millsap, he's just doing something something new. So right. I appreciate that. And I think he's like taking it in stride, you know? All right. Well, who else is thriving? <laughs> In the world of posting, Katie. Um, Dion Waiters, without a doubt. (laughs) (laughs) He has unleashed a talent that, one, I think he's coming back whenever, if the season restarts or if it starts next year, whatever's going to happen, I think I am like 100% sure we can like, we can talk, I'll put money on this and we can talk about it later, but that he's going to have like the season of his career Based on everything he's doing in isolation. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what is Dion Waiters doing in isolation? For those of us not okay. uh, with our fingers <laughs> off the pulse of Dion Waiters' Instagram. <laughs> and I couldn't, like, I wouldn't even blame you because before this, I was not interested. Aside from when he, like, tripped out on gummies because I could relate to that extremely well. <laughs> he's one of the most relatable players in the NBA, I have to yeah. say. Well, I think, like, so I guess just before... Um, COVID hit, he like moved to LA. So he, he has like a new house and it's huge, but like, it's really not unpacked, which is sort of adds to everything he gets up to in quarantine. The main thing being he's a huge roller skater and he has like, oh, that's so good. Not later skater. Like he has these like his own pair and he just like, he keeps uh, lacing. The first time he did it, I was like, this seems like, I don't know, like a weird joke that he's doing, mm-hmm. but he's like, 
He's done it like almost every other night. He'll put music on. I don't know who's filming him. Someone's filming him because he just also has these extremely long hallways in his house that look like they were made for roller skating. Um, And he'll just blast backwards down all of them. And he'll do like weird, like dance, like dances. Like he's at like a roller skating arena. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I have a pitch for a Dion Waiters movie. Uh, what is it? A man, an NBA star, uh, loses his spot in the league after uh, being both too too heavy and also overdosing on weed gummies, and gets real into competitive roller skating. Sold. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know who is the biggest roller skating enthusiast in the NBA, though? I mean, I guess it's Dion now, but uh, Rajon Rondo. Damian Lillard also has, like, a roller skating night in Portland every year. You know, I have to say, like, I love watching people roller skate, but as someone who was a children's swim coach and for a team that always had a roller skating night, it is, like, so... It is just an injury machine. <laughs> I I have not seen an activity that injures children as reliably and horribly as roller skating. I think you're forgetting snowboarding, Sean. <laughs> I don't consider that like a children's activity. Yeah, I though. guess I just know no like I knew like I'm gonna say 17 people in high school. Who broke their collarbones snowboarding? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I saw like a nine-year-old get a compound fracture of his arm. You know what I mean? Like, like teenagers is one thing, but like, I I never understood why we did this. It was always the week before our championship meet too, and like one or two kids would just go down with these awful. Also, it was like we're training. We've been trying to rest them so they have energy for the meet, and then. Two days before, it's three hours of roller skating. I'm just like, <laughs> am I supposed to coach these guys? Anyway, well, yeah, I, I have driven a child to the emergency room because oh. of roller skating injury. It's awful. But the thing felt terrible. about him is, like, he he's in this house with, like, polished marble floors. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. There's, like, these huge columns everywhere that he looks like he's going to blast into. And then he'll just kind of, like, do this beautiful pirouette around. What kind um, of music is he putting on these videos? Like a lot of soul music. Okay, good. <laughs> I want it to be. I want it to be very specifically. Period. You know. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I want. Like he's, I want he's roll fucking. Yeah, yeah. I want fucking Donna Summer, Thelma Houston shit playing while this is going yeah. on. You know what That's I mean? what it is. All That's right, what good. it is. But the thing about the empty house is he also keeps like he because his kids are with him. They first were, they weren't, but now they are, is that he, like, the other day he got a gigantic, like, an outdoor inflatable, like, jumping castle, but he, mm-hmm. he put it, he set it up inside for his daughter in, like, his living room, but nothing I'm, else I'm is sorry? there right now. Didn't someone have yeah. to bring that and set it up for him? you think so, but they were not in the video. <laughs> but we're on to you. Could, you could theoretically, <laughs> I mean, probably they just had to leave the bouncy house outside for two With, like, hours, like, a generator, right? I guess. Or, like, you, you plug the generator... I don't know. You run power to it somehow. Maybe the house is so big and there's no stuff in it that you can maintain social distancing while setting up a bouncy castle. It's a fair point. It probably could. Um, I just don't. But- I didn't know bouncy castles were uh, an essential business. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. They, That's maybe. a good point. 
We should maybe ask uh, the mayor and then tell him <laughs> to cancel rent already. Don't Come call on, the man. stitch line on Dion Waiters. <laughs> well, I'm not going to stitch on. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Also, I'll, well, I'll try to get Dion's rent canceled too. Yeah. He's not getting paid. <laughs> All right. Anyway, if he doesn't break both of his arms and his legs, he's going to have a great season whenever it starts <laughs> up again. Uh, all right, who else is having a great? Uh, well, you know what? I have. I reg- I don't want to call it a great quarantine, but who else is thriving on uh, in the, in the posting world, Katie? Um, Jordan Clarkson just generally seems really happy, but he is like of the TikTok era, so he's just like dancing his cares away. Um, so is Trey Young. But those aren't as exciting to me, really. See, I didn't think Trey Young. I I felt like Trey Young was having kind of a bad quarantine. He seems to be going up and down. I'll be honest, because uh, he keeps getting <laughs> roasted really hard a lot on the internet. Um, like they were roasting how he looked before, or like how like one of his posts about how he looked, and then they were oh. roasting his shitty hoop during the hope the uh, the <laughs> horse thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, his his horse and Katie. Um, did you watch any of the horse? No, I just watched highlights, but I liked them. Uh, I know everyone hated them, but not me. <laughs> tr- well, I mean, I think watching the highlights was great. the The problem really was not with the content; it was just that, and they figured it out for the semifinals. You just say you have to edit that down. You don't need a horse <laughs> to be live. Um, and there was just a lot of like walking around now look chris paul getting mad at himself for the whole competition was wonderful (laughs) uh but yeah to me it looked like trey young had a jacked up hoop that was not necessarily 10 feet tall and i'm pretty sure that he does not really use his home hoop to shoot on he uses it to dunk on Mm -hmm. because it looked like it was maybe nine feet six inches and the rim was bent and to me, as someone who has also lowered a hoop in a driveway so I could dunk on it, I was like, I, I see you, Trey Young. <laughs> yeah, I just felt like it was a direct correlation from everyone roasting his hoop on the horse competition to him, like, eight hours later, tweeting on April 13th, I hate 2020 so far. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's not like he's not doing the most, um but he is also like I don't know if he his house is this big, but he's isolating with like five of his friends. Like mm-hmm. they've uh, so I don't know, I guess he's like he's okay. It it takes a village and he's got one. Um, <laughs> but what's been more interesting to me have been like the surpri- like uh the surprise Guys I don't usually like, I guess, that I'm now really becoming a big fan well, of. Well, let's cover those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Katie, um, who's changing your mind during the pandemic? The- Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma? What? <laughs> Please tell me why. Well, Kyle- okay, first Kyle Kuzma was, like, I think extremely lonely because he was, like, he'd post himself in like really beautiful outfits that you could tell it took him a long time to put together. And he'd be like, ready to go for dinner downstairs. 
as the caption. Uh, and he did it a lot or he'd just be like in his closet hanging out. I don't know. He just seemed kind of, he looked great, but he seemed kind of glum. But then he got a puppy who's really cute. And now he's just like strolling around wherever he lives. It looks nice. He, he, he lives in like a hilly area and you can see the ocean. Do you know where that would be? Uh, uh, probably in the Palisades, right? Yeah, something like that. Maybe Most of the Lakers seem to live uh, somewhat near Malibu. Yeah, because okay. they're the practice um, court is in Marina del Rey, which is by the beach. So, like, yeah, all of those guys live near the beach. It's it's kind of weird. It seems I'm I'm curious about how annoying it is for them to get to the Staples Center because the practice facility is not particularly close no and it's an annoying drive yes mm. yeah absolutely anyway that's that's what i i that's what i as an nba fan want to know kyle kuzma's commute his commute <laughs> um he really took advantage of this time i think to like get a puppy it's a great time to get a puppy if you could get one everybody um cj mccollum also got a dog mm-hmm that seems uh-huh. like cloud it's chasing. Gonna be, it's gonna, he's gonna neglect that dog. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but yeah, I never like, you know, I've never been like a huge fan of Coos. I think he's kind of like can be a little bit of like a caricature of himself. Mm-hmm. But this year, I started to feel sad for him because I don't think anyone likes him very much on the Lakers, especially LeBron. Um, so if he's finding ways to like feel good, that's good. Maybe mm-hmm. he's finding himself a little bit in Quar. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and yeah. the, the, other, the other weird one is honestly, it's just extremely strange, but Aaron Gordon. <laughs> oh, the star of Uncle Drew? <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, he like lives in the swamp. I know this from, you should know this, but I know this from Summer Vacation Watch. Uh-huh. She has like a house that like backs into a swamp and so. you hate swamps we've covered that we've covered yeah. that in uh <laughs> summer vacation watch before you very uh-huh. specifically were angry at people spending their summers in the swamp yeah, yeah. not a fan of the swamps um <laughs> uh pierce sean's parents dogs also hate swamps that's good that's, uh, that's Pepper. These dogs also hate each other, so that's also also fun. Smart dogs. One okay. dog likes to walk. One dog <laughs> likes to catch a ball. Both of them like to eat. My parents had to get... This is like... It feels like the saddest thing to buy for a dog. One dog's bowl has all these like obstacles in the middle of it because the dog will eat food so quickly that that she like gets out of breath and is and so uh they had to put obstacles to keep her from wolfing her food down in 15 seconds and now it takes like 45 seconds mm-hmm. it's a bad it, it's a dog with an eating disorder that's what i'm saying uh katie back to aaron gordon sorry <laughs> yes that's okay well first he was like his styles really kind of changed. I mean, his style in, in, in isolation is basically topless wearing a headband, huge aviators and like a um, tie dye towel, like tied around his waist. Oh, so he's dressing like Chandler Parsons now. Oh, tr- I guess so. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I didn't real like, I didn't, I guess I didn't know how many tattoos he had, but he has not one, but two. Um, he's got like a peace sign, like melting, on his knee and he's got a huge like 
yin-yang symbol in the middle of his back beside an hourglass. Deep things, <laughs> like pretty deep, <laughs> deep tats. Um, but he got really into painting, and he made the weirdest fucking painting. Wait, is he painting butts? No. <laughs> Unfortunately <laughs> not. Oh, no. It's it's uh, scarier than butts. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a um a gray photorealistic hand reaching for a disintegrating rose on like a black field that looks like space. So are you telling me Aaron Gordon is goth now? He might be, but <laughs> he's like a real I don't know what type of goth this is. I guess it's like a hot topic kind of goth. Or like uh it sounds to me like a like a like a West Coast customs goth, you know what I mean? Like uh like kind of like uh like a tough guy who really loves Morrissey, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I don't I this feels softer than that. Mm, okay. But that's that's close. It doesn't feel far off. I don't know what I don't know what this is. It's like a new genre entirely on itself. But I've been enjoying it. Um, and a couple other guys are painting too. I don't know if you saw it, but like early on, uh, Dwayne trust me, Wade, I did not see. Keep going. Okay. Dwayne Wade got super into painting, but to the point where he would like his paintings were horrible. But he did auction them all off for charity. But they were selling for like. Um, between like five to like twenty k. Oh, Jeremy Evans is so mad right now. <laughs> but they were like they were fucked up. Like they didn't look like anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> like not even abstract. Like too fucked up to be abstract. Um, but he would like <laughs> when he got into it, he would just like lay down in the middle of his living room with like, cause he also has, he has slippers, he has Ugg slippers. So he'd be like kicking his feet up in the air, lying on his stomach painting. And he would just be captioning photos. Like, you know, whenever the mood strikes me, like I got to paint. And like Gabrielle union was really making fun of him a lot. Like with, like with good reason. Um, but he stopped doing that. And now he's just like, the last time I checked in on him, he made, he was making these disgusting, like, Deep fried red velvet Oreos. Oh, he, he absolutely is is a <laughs> disgusting cook, right? But his he was like sweets. Sweets are my greatest, <laughs> like Achilles heel, like or something. Oh. I don't know. And he he like he did like a lot at Instagram Live where people could follow along making them, but it looked like it looked disgusting. It was really gross. <laughs> but he has having the time of his life. Um, Make yeah, there's there's no way that that left to his own devices, Dwayne Wade, he is definitely making like the worst food of all time. I think so. Um, I can talk about that's why Pat guy. Riley has to be so intense with everybody else's fitness <laughs> and like photograph him shirtless. It's all secretly just about trying to keep Dwayne Wade from being a disgusting pig. But he's like, well, we have to do it for everyone, so Dwayne doesn't think I'm singling him out. Do you remember when Pat Riley, um, when he came back to the Heat, and Dwayne Wade was like, I'm back home, it's so great to be back on this team, and Pat Riley's like, yeah, you're not eating mashed potatoes anymore, bitch. <laughs> like, like, his comment was just like, I know what you've been eating in Chicago. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the answer was hot beef. Yeah, um... hot beef. That's what they love. 
All right, Katie, besides Dwayne Wade's paintings, mm-hmm. who appears to not be thriving uh, in their posting routines? Yeah, so um, this he's not thriving, but he's like, and it feels weird to be judgmental of someone in isolation. We're not, well, well, let's make it clear. We're not being judgmental. You're just worried about them. No, I'm being judgmental of this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like Ennis Cantor is simultaneously, his habits are worrisome, and he's also like trying too hard in self-isolation, if that. I don't even know how that is possible. Yes, because that's what his entire thing always is. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I guess so, yeah. And this is just him, like, magnified by the power of himself every day alone. But he, he, he keeps making these really gross concoctions. Like, one day he made, it was like a frittata, but it was with, like, cookie dough layers. And he would, like, (laughs) he was tossing in full chocolate bars into it into the middle and then like topping it off with more like another tube Come of cookie on. dough he did this gross smoothie thing where he emptied an entire um like thing of chocolate syrup into it and this the blender was just going on an extremely low speed so you could just see it happening in real time uh-huh. and i'm pretty sure he drank it all uh. <laughs> God um, damn it. <laughs> and he keeps trying to do the like TikTok things where he'll be like, I don't know, I don't have TikTok and I don't use it, but just where you're like funny and you like cut to things and it looks like you did like a prank or like you did a trick or something, but you uh-huh. can't you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> His editing skills just aren't there. Yeah. But he's so he just seems so happy about it. I mean, I guess like just you know, if I didn't know if I didn't know that was Ennis Cantor and I saw someone doing all that, I might just be like, oh, they're just like, they're just saying fuck it and they're just having a good time. But something about it being Ennis, he's I can't. Would he, you say he's one of the bigger clout chasers in the NBA? I would. Yeah. Personally. Like he's so desperate for social media approval, despite doing admirable yes. things yeah. in his life. It's almost counterbalanced by these ploys for attention on social media that he's not particularly good at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was kind of like when he was trash talking LeBron. And I like the idea of someone like Ennis Cantor getting into a weird rivalry with LeBron. But he ended up like making it sexist and like his his trash talk kind of didn't make any sense. So it's it's really the execution of all these things that is really hurting Ennis. Yeah, he's, he's, he should he's definitely thirsty in a weird way. He should definitely uh, fire uh, whoever was running Hillary's campaign. Uh, who I think it was <laughs> Fuck Jerry, right? Wasn't it yeah. the Fuck Jerry team? He should definitely fight because he clearly hired them afterwards. Because yeah. his whole thing seems to be NBA player related versions of I'm your abuela and Pokemon yeah. go to the polls. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> have have Ennis Cantor Pokemon go to the All-Star game. <laughs> um have who- Ennis Cantor Pokemon go on the Epstein plane. Wait. Oh, I mean don't who be friends else? with Clinton. <laughs> who They're else bad. is not thrive? Who else are you worried about during isolation, yeah. Katie? 
I'm kind of, I'm honestly kind of, no one should ever be, but I'm kind of worried about LeBron just because he keeps posting. I mean, he always drinks a lot of wine, Uh but he keeps posting just like, just really need a wine buddy to drink this vino with, or he'll just, what's, I have to find the exact terrible (laughs) quote. If you you remember (laughs) last year, he missed a couple months to go to wine rehab and they had to pretend it was a groin injury. but. He had he had a real wine problem last year, and it cost the Lakers the playoffs. And now he seems <laughs> to be slipping again. Yeah, he's just like I think it, it was at first he was like, "Oh, I really need, I really want a friend to drink with." Basically, uh-huh, right? And I was sort of like, "Well, he, I mean, he has his he has his wife with him, mm-hmm. I would guess, in the house." Um, uh-huh. And I guess you can't hang out with people so i don't know really what he meant i'm still just trying to find this i just really Look, need to read this re- caption here's to what you. i'm gonna say right now if <laughs> he really wants a wine drinking partner uh start raising your kids uh french style you know what i mean yeah. let brawny have a couple sips he's, the table. Old. <laughs> he's old enough <laughs> do you do you think lebron um works out on zoom calls yeah and, like, absolutely just one one of those guys maverick Rich Paul just has to watch him uh, rapping along to stuff while he lifts weights. Well, on Zoom. While they're like trying to tell him about like, yeah, how like the, what uninterrupted program they're do they're building for yeah. quarantine or yes, like really absolutely. specific investment advice yeah. where they're like, actually, you really need to diversify your holdings, and he's <laughs> just like rapping along to a Biggie song. <laughs> I think that's happening. I found the caption. It, he okay it looks like he's just in a room in his house by himself it's just a picture of a wine glass and like the wine bottle is about three quarters of the way finished uh-huh. Uh-huh. and the caption is my goodness three exclamation points i'm out of my mind when it comes to this vino oh my god <laughs> this is not this isn't great for the lakers it really <laughs> It's uh, being out of your mind when it comes to this vino. I don't. I mean, we've all been there, but LeBron's there now, and I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't look great. It doesn't feel great. Like it's okay. I'm sure he'll still come out of this, like, and he'll somehow have like the the best comeback season imaginable. But because, like, I don't know. Maybe he's drinking while he's in his hyperbaric chamber. Uh huh. So he might not be aging in mm-hmm. isolation. Well, I mean, he, th- that wine is, though, so that's the problem. He has to figure out a way to keep his body artificially young while aging the wine quickly. So I guess maybe he just hits reverse on the hyperbaric chamber. <laughs> um, uh, I, I yeah, would be worried about... I'm not really worried about him because he sort of, like, fucked everything up. But R- Rudy Gobert is taking a lot of, like, solo mountain hikes. But that seems fine. I feel like he maybe just needs to kind of come to terms with think about what he, uh, what he did. <laughs> think about how to repair he and donovan mitchell's relationship uh-huh which we mm-hmm. haven't talked about that oh yeah 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 um i just want to say real quick could someone please explain to donovan mitchell that he might have given rudy gobert coronavirus <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> now that's rudy gobert did definitely give coronavirus to a child we do know maybe, that. Maybe the child gave it to him. You I, never know. I'm pretty sure he gave a child coronavirus. 
But yeah, yeah, it's true. Donovan Mitchell definitely might have gotten it, perhaps from sharing a Spider-Man mask with an infected person. <laughs> he needs to look up the dictionary definition of infectious mm-hmm. and make a sweatshirt out of that. <laughs> also, Asymptomatic. Just- that's his new yeah, yeah. that's his <laughs> new uh his new hoodie. Um oh, I want to get Joey, do you want to can you tell Kelly Katie about uh Donovan uh, sorry. Joey, can you tell Katie about Eric Pascal in quarantine? Oh, yeah, sure. So, uh I was playing NBA 2K20 yesterday and during the load screens there's like a little TV show every week that they upload where they interview players and stuff. And this week they were interviewing Warriors player uh, Eric Paschal. And uh, she asked him, the host whose name I can't remember right now, asked him, uh, so are you working out in quarantine? Do you have a basketball hoop? And he was like, no, I don't have a hoop. And then she was like, well, what are you doing for your workouts? And he was like... I ride my bike around the city sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh no, he is going to be fat if they have to play again in two months. (laughs) That's weirdly been happening a lot. I don't know who it was on the Raptors. I think it was Norman Powell was complaining. Someone asked him, they were like, what are you doing? Like, why aren't you doing weights or something? And he was like, Serge took all the weights. But I was like, why don't the Raptors have more weights they can give to the players? <laughs> like, Search can't have all the weights. <laughs> I mean, is that is taking all the weights art? It could be. Um. Depends how he's stacking them up, you know, in the house. <laughs> um, what's the worst post you've seen this quarantine season? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, uh, like, Paul Pierce is is pretty <laughs> like I it's funny because I wouldn't be like oh am I more worried about Paul Pierce than normal not really because he's behaving in the same way but I worry <laughs> that because of because of the like public situations that he could like inadvertently get himself into mm-hmm. by being Paul Pierce he might be in trouble like the other day one, he can't figure out how to wear masks, and like none of the masks that he has seem to fit his face. Uh-huh. <laughs> he also is just like taking solo bike rides around, but he's constantly filming himself. But like you know, you can he's like holding his phone out with one hand, and he doesn't look like he's very good at riding a bike. <laughs> this is like that time Devin Booker uh, Snapchatted himself riding a bike with no hands, and then. <laughs> Like 15 minutes later, announced he had to get hand surgery. Right, right. And it was like, no, 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 you're, you're, you're playing. You're playing. He's fine. I, I would not be surprised, though, if, if Devin Booker does develop like carpal tunnel or something because he is gaming a lot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. then it's like, no, he was, he was shooting. He was shooting when that happened. But. Yeah. Shooting oh, news like this week. Uh, all right, keep going. <laughs> he he went to um like some stretch of beach, but he starts this. He, it's like a series of um like moments on Instagram or whatever. But he he starts them and he's already extremely out of breath. So I don't know if he was running, but he he like is running when he starts and he's like, I gotta go fast. I gotta go fast. 
he's like, this is the secret, this is the secret beach. And he like runs across a highway somewhere toward the ocean. And then he like zooms in on a sign that's like beach closed, <laughs> like due to COVID. <laughs> like, don't like, what are you doing basically? And he's like, I gotta go quick. And he's like running, <laughs> running and running and like running just towards the water, I guess. And then it just abruptly cuts off after like six of them. And I never knew what happened. <laughs> so, Somehow a pack I'm of a bit... wild dogs chased him down. <laughs> right. Maybe. Maybe. But that's, you know, like that's something he would probably do normally. But he's just like getting into more. He's just like getting into it a lot more. Mm-hmm. And he can't help himself. The worst post, though, is probably the only post that Kyrie Irving has made. Uh, oh yes please uh-huh. which, <laughs> give it to me katie <laughs> this is what i want <laughs> it was uh the night of the last full moon so it was about like mm-hmm. two weeks ago of course it was keep going and keep <laughs> going uh-huh. he just posted a really shitty picture it could have just been a street light but he it was like ostensibly of the moon uh-huh. um and <laughs> i he just had like uh a triangle emoji, an eyeball emoji, and then like three sparkly star emojis. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So you're saying um, he believes that uh, Stanley Kubrick f- uh, filmed the moon landing, uh-huh. and that we've never been there. <laughs> That's what that post is about, right? I would, I would love to hear Kyrie Irving's thoughts about the origin of the coronavirus. <laughs> I think that's that's what it sort of was, and maybe like open to interpretation. I mean, a part of me was like, okay, Kyrie's fine, like because if it was the full moon and he didn't post anything, <laughs> then you might be a little bit concerned. Uh-huh. Um, now, did he get the was he one of the Nets who got coronavirus? They didn't say they're not announcing anymore. Silver said the other day that a lot more NBA players have had it, and they just stopped announcing who. Oh, yeah, they yeah, got it from sure. Rudy Gobert. <laughs> I don't know. I guess you have to. I would say he does, but how good of friends do you believe like him and Durant actually are? If Durant was one of the guys who had it, I mean, um, I think they're I think really as, good friends. I think as much as Kevin Durant has friends, they're they're good friends. But I also feel like Kevin Durant, even when he's like like that story that was talking about him hanging out with his chef and his entourage in his new place. It kind of seemed like KD was mostly on his phone mm-hmm. <laughs> and eating like three bites of a meal while having like a blanket on his lap. Yeah, that was. I... <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he's it's look, it's getting more and more like a Brian Wilson, Dr. Eugene Landy situation down there every minute. I uh, every time I read more about it. So, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Um, Uh, but the i think like the worst you might think this is the worst but i actually like this jimmy because i felt like it was extremely novel to him jimmy butler posted a picture of like just a really regular looking grilled cheese sandwich Mm -hmm. and like he he added like a food porn account because it (laughs) And then I feel like, cause he was being like, I'm being bad. Like I'm eating a grilled cheese sandwich. Uh-huh. So to some people that might be like, that's pretty shitty to me. No, it's that's funny. Cause post. I feel like that's a good post. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't like, he probably had to hide it from Mark Wahlberg or something, you know, um, <laughs> out of shame. So who was, who's post, what's the best post you've seen in quarantine? 
Oh my god, the best. I don't yeah. know. The best is probably it's ongoing. And like aside from the ones I already said, Tim Mardaway Jr. has this like ongoing relationship forming with um a pair of manatees. Mm-hmm. They no. keep sw- <laughs> swimming up to his I guess his backyard is just like a beautiful I think he has a place in Miami. Yeah. That would make sense because that's probably where he kind of grew up because his dad played there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So he has this like gorgeous like aquamarine canal and like a dock going into it. And then it's like some manatees just floated by one day, but they keep coming back and he's always there like waiting for them. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he doesn't say any like he he never says anything. He's not like you can tell he's really into them, but he's. I don't know. He's just like the sense. I've obviously bought in because I was going to say he lets the manatees speak for themselves. <laughs> but he like just hoses them down. He just brings out his garden hose and like stands there for like long, long, I would say hours. I don't know. He's not recording <laughs> hours worth of footage, but like it feels like it could be. I would do it for hours. I would watch it for hours. It's like extremely meditative. Um, but yeah, he just like hoses those guys down. <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> um, Katie, thank you so mm-hmm. much for coming on. I think that's our episode. We were gonna do news, but we can talk. But I mean, we'll talk this about is, news. This is this is, is this a lot more important. <laughs> yeah, this is, well, I I can't think of anything that. Also, I don't really think that. I do want to. Can we can we ask Katie really briefly about doing the playoffs at Disney World? I feel like that is sure, in her sure. wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I wanted to bring up because everything else is boring. Uh, but Katie, have you read about that proposal that Disney World has enough facilities that are self contained? There's enough courts that that's where the NBA might relocate to. No, I did not see any yeah. of that. Now, what do they mean enough courts? Why are there so many courts at Disney World? Because there's so many hotel rooms, hotels oh. and gyms and stuff self-contained within Disney World. Yeah, it's like a compound. And that's, I, I believe that Brooke Lopez's home is within that containment. It is, yes, it is, yeah. <laughs> um He's going to be thrilled. Did he write the report? <laughs> I, I wonder if it was a scam, maybe. And and that they, like, maybe they have some stuff that, some, like, you know, Disney benefits that expire if they don't use them soon enough, too. Uh, it does feel like maybe the Milwaukee Bucks uh, lobbied for this on behalf of Brooke and Robin. It's very possible. Um now, do you have any resentment towards the Magic Kingdom? I know you don't like magicians, but are you okay with, you know? Yeah, it's have you funny. been to Have you been to Disneyland or Disney World? Yeah, I've been to Disney World. Uh-huh. Up into the smaller land. Um, I heard it's better than Disneyland. There's no probably. way. It's probably oh. it's probably like uh like a better theme park, but it's less. There's less oh, cool yeah, old yeah, yeah. fucking weird shit in it. You yeah. know what I okay, mean? That's a good. That's, that's a good why thing. I go to yeah. Disneyland for the old weird shit. <laughs> yeah, because if you're going for like the real rides, there are better options than Disneyland. 
Yeah, I, I also heard don't really Space like Mountain is faster in Florida. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I believe that. Also, probably a lot more people uh, shirtless in the mm-hmm. park <laughs> against regulations. Yeah, in I was Orlando, Florida. The thing that worries me most about that I thought of right away is if it's in Disney World, is keeping players like because they'll all. I guess the idea is they'll all stay there. For the duration of the thing, right? So, like, <laughs> keeping them from wandering around. Like, do you remember a couple of years ago when that kid got eaten by an alligator? Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, actually, for- actually, you would be horrified by Disney World because it actually is, in is a swamp. the perfect ma- – it's the marriage of magic and swamps. I know. And- <laughs> that, the Nazi sympathizer himself bought up a lot of swamp land. I know the history of Disney. Yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> so, so yeah, there, that's two strikes already. But as far as like logistics, it makes sense. It makes more sense than Vegas, which is what they were saying at some point. Uh-huh. Well. Yeah, no, it makes way more sense than Vegas. Uh, uh, and it could be, I don't know, it, I guess it could be extremely, I don't know who I am anymore. I was just going to say it could be extremely whimsical, but I've changed in isolation. Uh-huh. <laughs> Usually I don't go for whimsy, but you want, guess, you want You want hard scrabble. <laughs> I would be more into it if they actually like leaned extremely hard into the themes of because like they have that like tiki world and they have like all the places you can stay like the hotels if uh-huh. the gyms are also themed to those hotels. That oh, would be- that would be great! Yeah, they have that <laughs> like uh... House of the Future too, <laughs> yeah. but it's a twenty-year-old House of the Future, and, and the, the rest have to be on like, like hoverboards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they all have to ride the thing that Aaron Gordon had the mascot on in the dunk contest. <laughs> yeah, the, hover, the hover tracks. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. That, that could be okay. <laughs> and and also, uh, I believe that Disney World has a lot of wine bars, so LeBron will consent to playing there. He'll never leave. He'll get lost. <laughs> uh, he'll probably, That could actually be a problem. He'll get lost in Disney World one day. They won't be able to find him, and they will have to postpone some games. Um, all right, that's our show. Katie, that's- <laughs> what would you like oh, to I did want to tell you. Oh, I do want to tell you one more Ooh. that I know that I did think of you guys when I saw this, but Marco Bellinelli. Yeah. <laughs> did he get more did bad this- tattoos? <laughs> uh, you know, but. He did the cinnamon challenge, which oh I didn't even know God. was still a thing. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> he did so the cinnamon excited. challenge like 12 years too late? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How did he do? He did it. Unless he like ran off camera, but he... It was recording him okay. for like a good I'm gonna play, minute. I'm going to play the audio <laughs> of this right now. Hold on. Uh, hey, it's me, Joey. I couldn't find the Marco Bellinelli Cinnamon Challenge video. So I guess I'll just reenact it for you. Woo! The only thing that's spicier than the cinnamon is scoring 37 points in a summer league game! Alright, I'm sorry, Katie. You should have led with this. (laughs) (laughs) I said we wouldn't have even had to do an intro. (laughs) That's true. It could be the intro. It still could. (laughs) Um...
All right, everyone watch Marco Bellinelli do the cinnamon challenge. Katie, <laughs> yep. what would you like to plug? Uh, NBA Self-Isolation Watch, uh, which you can read weekly as long as this thing's going on a dime. And Basketball Feelings, which I don't know. It keeps mutating into something different, but... But Whatever it is. It's one of my favorite things to get. It's such it a treat really to get good. in the, my mailbox every time it comes out. Oh, thank you. Because a little bit I've been like, what's what am I even doing? What am I writing? Look, we took a week off last week because we didn't have any ideas. That was our first uh, time in self-quarantine. So we get it, is what we're saying. Okay. We're thank artists, you. okay? Just like you. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and happy 420, Katie. Do they have 420 in Canada, or is it, like, two weeks later? <laughs> Good one. Yeah, they have it. It's legal, though, so I feel like it's less of a big deal. Also, everything's closed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean, what would you like to plug? Uh, I'm going to have a thing about, um, that surprisingly, uh, Michael Jordan versus... No, actually, I'm going to plug something else. I wrote about a bold move that every NBA team could make, and my favorite one is making broke-ass Tillman Fertitta uh, sell the team to Russell Westbrook and James Harden. That's what I think should happen. Or he should have to sell Harden the Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. And then uh, it'll be like a weird strip club Forrest Gump thing, like the Dark Jenny timeline, I think, would be the theme. But yeah, that's what they should do. Um, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where uh, 19 hours ago I tweeted, I'm wearing knee pads. <laughs> Sean. Boy. I mean, he should always be wearing <laughs> knee pads. He's very injury prone. Uh, Sean, did you write a song? I did. Um, this is a song by... Um, it's, it's, a, it's a version of a song by Mike Posner but it's the Seab remix. Uh, it's from the perspective of King's owner Vivek Ranadive, and it's called I Took a Flyer on Ariza. Uh, great. <laughs> uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Let's all roller skate in our houses while doing the cinnamon challenge? <laughs> I took a flyer on Ariza. So fly to think that I was cool. But when the season took a laugh, we were way out of the playoffs and we flipped them for a couple of twos. I'm living out in Atherton. Sakori Joseph just to prove I'll still spend the green after I got a free arena even though we're still gonna lose You don't really wanna draft like me Give Dwayne Dedman the bag like me You don't wanna be watching the River Cats play all alone You don't wanna hire Luke like me Make the fans wanna puke like me You don't wanna be stuck in the draft lottery Stuck in the draft lottery Oh, I make of bad moves, bad moves. Tell me all I make. Bad moves, bad moves. I hope everybody's quarantining inside the Golden One Arena. Like me, Slams and the Lion. Peja Stoyakovich and Mike Bibby's Team Don personal trainer. He's still here.
Also, don't go out and get bin candy from that old town Sacramento candy store. Get a postmate. Stay safe. I'm just a founder who already found his spot. My robot kills roaches and I fire all my coaches and I think Buddy Hill's smoking pot. I can get a star, no. Because as soon as we have cap space, I spend it on goof-ups, Ebo and Kosa Kuvas, and the moves blow up in my face. You don't want to analyze like me, have the team play four and five like me. You don't want to be wondering why you fired Mark Malone. You don't want to own the kings like me, give up your chance at winning rings like me. You don't want to be passing on Luka Doncic, passing on Luka Doncic. Oh, I make bad moves. Bad moves, old Vladdy. Oh, I make a bad moves. Bad moves. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.